Oh, hey, everybody. Welcome to the Goblin Beat, a Goblin's gaming podcast. We are continuing our Eberron adventure tonight. Um, I don't think it's technically, it's not the same. Is it the same adventure that we were doing before, or are we starting something new? Uh, well, we're going to Oracle of War. We're going to do some cleanup and then start the next. It's the next. It's the Oracle of War thing, yeah. So it's the next okay. adventure in that. So we're still in the Oracle of War adventure. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be doing. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the what the kids are calling these things these days, but I would call it like an interlog, maybe. You know, it's like interlude. No, interlog. I like interlog. I like that better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of like epilogue, but in the middle. That's what I'm going to call it. Well, yeah, we are kind of going to do that. All right. Yeah. So, you... uh, yeah, we're not going to get to be playing our awesome level five monks who can kick twice instead of once and these stunning strikes tonight. That's not what we're playing. Uh, we're going to be playing probably some level one uh, half brain dead goblins or something. So... I don't know who's going to be who tonight, so I'll just introduce everybody by who they actually are. I'm Matt. I'll be playing someone simple. Um, also join us tonight is John. Heidi Ho. I am oh. simple. So it won't <laughs> be much of a stretch for him. Uh, I'm going to name my guy Ralph Wiggins. I'm calling that one right now. You don't get to um, name your guy. Your guy already has a name. Ralph Wiggins. That's his name. Anyway. Jesse's here tonight. He got bored with all of our pre-recording conversations. If he gets to name his, I'm going to be Creamy Biggums. <laughs> it's not that I got bored with the pre-game conversation. It's just after like 45 minutes of it last night and 30 minutes of it tonight, I like to just get to it. Yeah, uh, he's he's not much for foreplay, guys. So nope, yeah. nope. Um, but you can't be uh, a simple guy, Matt. You have to be a basic bitch. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That hurts. That hurts right the core. I mean, I'm just sitting here covered up in my Target blanket with my Starbucks coffee, wearing my Lulu row. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we All pay right. to wear Lulu row for us and get pictures? I almost bought some man Lulu row pants the other night, but we're not going to talk about that. Also joining us tonight is Brandon. Yay. Here I is. Brandon, he's so tall that he, he, he has – John's taller, I think, technically, isn't he? Nope. Aren't you, John? No. no? Brandon's oh. taller? That would yeah. be nice if John was taller than me. All right, so Brandon's so tall that he has trouble sometimes getting blood up to his brain. So um, so he, he'll be playing something simple tonight, too. <laughs> oh, so they're thin up here, so that makes it worse. Uh, yeah. Oxygen deprivation – Reign supreme, and any not any waxes head on things too. So it's just like it's the brain damage triumphant. Ceiling fans suck. I hate them. What's, what's going on with your words tonight? Triumphant? Is that not a word? <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> it's, it's part of a few words. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look this up. Right. Make sure you put the uh, F in there when you when you look it up. Anything? Oh Lord! All right, uh, and then there's your intro. Uh, your intro. Triumvirate. No, 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 no. No, triumvirate is a word. Yeah. Oh, I, I said int at the end. Sorry. 
Mm, no, you were using an F and not a V. You, you used an F in there. What triumph? No, it may have sounded like I was using an F because I wasn't very good. Because at you were. Words. No, because no. you were using an F. You said it yeah. the same way more than once. I'll give you a uh, PH yeah. if you want the PH. But there's an F for fired. <laughs> <laughs> Triumvirate. There. So you know what? Our, our <laughs> English teacher audience is going to increase so much after this. Well, you good. know, you guys are making. Making fun of my speech impediment. Anyway, all right, let's play. All right, so uh, the dusty town of Salvation has seen its share of troubles the last few weeks. And uh, they feel like it's probably not going to end as a uh, train pulls into town, dragging a raggedy-ass rocket. Ooh, 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 Danny. Yeah. Do I get to play Sheriff's Corpse? Sure, yeah, if you think you can roleplay that. Actually, no, it's probably a part of Bones' body as well. It's probably about the only thing I could roleplay. Yeah. Train limps into the station, and a couple of sad sacks hop out and start dragging some sad sacks behind them, probably, actually. Now that we think about it. Uh, They have the corpses of their buddies. Well, corpse, for one, and I don't know. Uh, somewhat uh, humanish remains of the other. Yeah, looks like a looks like a successful trip to pull apart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so how are how are surviving? What little guys do there? It's it's Gimble and Mars. Gimble's actually doing just fine. You know, he's pretty excited about you know having a Warforge that he gets to retool and uh, this giant snake robotic automaton thing to rework as well. So pretty pumped to get to work on that. You know, and we got this whole little giant mus- music box thing back. So that's a good thing, I guess. Um, yeah, it's sad so, the tall dragon guy didn't make it, but you know, other than that, we're cool. As you guys. Uh, uh, found the box. Before. You find it in that uh, the last room there of the train. You went in there. As soon as you guys walked into the room, uh, you remember I was talking about third protocol activated the whole time, just over and over again? Do you guys remember that? Yes. That crazy. Yes. All right. <clears throat> as soon as you guys walk into the room with it, there's a bee-boo-boom, third protocol resolved, resuming normal function. Mm. That's weird. Yeah. So it appears to have fixed whatever was going on with it. And also, on the body of Saul Dreadstroke, the leader of those guys you dealt with, you find a little device that Gimbal figures out is a tracking device for the Oracle of War. Oh. So he obviously activated it with the tracking device, maybe? Well, you, you play with it and you realize you can, uh, there's nothing you have to do to, there's no buttons or anything on the tracking device, but it, it leads you in the direction of the Oracle as hmm. you're, once you're far away from it. Right on. Um, I already gave you guys the gold last time, so you got that. <clears throat> anyway, when you guys get back into town, uh, Callie is there. Uh, Wifey. Fairly quickly. And uh, she's like, Oh, you made it. Uh, when she sees you come off, uh, how's everyone else? Uh, Sawbones is in that bag. 
and Vortex is that one. She's uh, a little shocked, you know, face matches for a moment. Sawbones will be fine because he was, you know, a machine. We can rebuild him. We can make him better. Oh. We have the technology. We have the technology. But says, uh, well, you can, I mean, you can you can put them back together, but it, even if they if they uh, come back, it'll be a different soul, a different spirit in the body. It won't be your friend. Um, well, I'm sure his spirit is happy wherever he is. It is. Mm. So. And right now, I'm just trying to figure out how you contact a dragonborn's next of kin. Oh, wow. Yeah, they live really far from here. Yeah. Well, we have a <laughs> Have what? A train. Oh, no, the train's uh, getting getting ready to uh, head back out. How's, how is my train going to leave? Yeah, we saved that train. I'm pretty sure that's our train now. It's our train. It was, it was a rented train. <laughs> we saved the conductor's life. He works for us. He owes us a life debt. Yeah. That's uh, he does not feel that way at all. Uh, <laughs> he should feel that get, way. If he's going to get his deposit back, he's got to have it back in one piece. Well, he's, I mean, he's, you know, he works for the well, uh, family that's in control of it. I'm taking all the booze then. I got a snake, man. <laughs> okay. Nice. That's true. There is a the dead uh, iron cobra there. Speaking I'm of taking, rented, rented I'm train. taking all the booze. I'm taking all the booze out of the train. Okay, there's not any. What? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of second-rate train is this? He can have his train then. Good lord, I didn't know it was that kind of train. Yeah. Take your teetotaler train and get out of here. That's right. It's a totally a teetotal <laughs> train. All right. So, uh, you guys are... Uh, anyway, so Callie says, um, well, so what's the plan now with the with this artifact? Well, I had a couple of ideas. One, we could hide it. And two, we could lug it around with us wherever we go. Okay, well, I've, I've got a different idea, if you want to hear me out. Sure. Sure. Uh, we could take it somewhere to someone we could trust that could um, uh, look at it for us and tell us tell us exactly how it works and and what we can do with it. Yeah, but who is that? Well, um, a guy. I know a guy, and he's actually he's here in town to look for artifacts out in the Mornland. But uh, I think this Oracle of War is probably bigger than anything he could have hoped to find. So. Kelly, this seems Indiana Jones level convenient. He's a very Indiana Jones kind of guy, actually. I personally love the idea. Thanks. At least somebody's got some sense here. Can we take the train? Uh, The train's gone. Look, it just left. We'll have to take a train to get... uh... Anyway, maybe this guy will give us a discount for saving his life. He's gone. The the train, it's... You can't even see it anymore. Can I? No, it's that gone, man. Plus, it didn't have any booze on it, and half the compartments were filled with viscera, poop, and fur. I know. That's why it should be a very cheap ride. (laughs) All right. Well, in any case, did we just lose somebody? 
No, um, no somebody, somebody's a good friend Rhythm is playing some music. So, hopefully everyone's learned how to either mute it or turn the volume down at this point. What's the it's, music? It's, it's taking the A train. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I got that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to shut that off. <laughs> Brandon, have you not figured out how to mute that or turn it down yet? You got to right click it. You got to right click rhythm and mute it or adjust the volume. Yeah. So right uh, click on the rhythm icon in the in the chat window. All right, all right. He'll figure it out or not. <laughs> so, do you want uh so anyway, my friend, his name, well, he goes by Soot, but uh, he's got a rented mule. You guys could ride that into town. No, it's, we're fine. <sighs> See, I guess I'll have to just like bury Vortex here and come back for him later when I can travel to wherever Dragonborn come from. I mean, you could probably sell his body in the uh, market. Hold on. You just dissed me for my terrible ideas. <laughs> now you're talking about selling my friend's body in the market? That was a joke. Friend, though? Was friend kind of a stretch? Uh, How much are we talking? Coworker? Coworker. Hired, hired <laughs> hand. All right. Okay, so you guys you guys arranged to have uh, Vorthax's body shipped back to his family by, by a very reputable man for 10 gold pieces who paid me 10 gold pieces wink, wink. I'll, take, I'll take that 10 gold pieces out of the uh um what 134 gold pieces that were on vortex's body when he died sure yeah hmm. all right and i'll take did you write down did you write down gold from last time no you were supposed to do that yeah i wrote it down should we just split uh, it between the two of us sure okay Wait, six, how much gold 62. did we get? Or we just well, sixty-two gold pieces each from Vorthax. Okay. Yeah. And then you each got two hundred gold pieces uh, from the the guys on the train that you found. Yeah. So two hundred sixty-two total. And we also have the scale mail, the rope of climbing, the pollution of clairvoyance, and alchemy fire. Alchemist fire. Okay. And, and a leather string with claws and fingers on it. Oh yeah! Don't forget about that. That's going that, back with the body. No, we, that was on one of the guys we killed. Uh, no, that was that was on Vorthax. Which we found on the train. Oh, yeah, true enough. Anyway, true. I mean, yeah, so seriously though, the guy is reputable. I, I actually I don't want to like I don't I don't want to sell him to somebody who's gonna like dissect him or make boots out of him or something. So how much money is this guy giving me, Danny? I'll pay it. I'll pay the ten gold pieces. All right, if you really want to get him sent back for reals, it'll be like 100 gold pieces if you want somebody to send his body back. I'm going to – don't worry about it, monster. I got this. You just go figure out transport for the art of war. I'll, I'll deal with this guy about transport. Mm. All right. I'll take care of sparkly fingers. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a dealer there that will buy his body for 10 gold. Just 10? Yeah. Like he's freshly dead. Now, if you uh, if you want to make and a persuasion, he was a sorcerer. if you want to make a persuade roll or something, okay, persuade roll six uh, six <laughs> yeah ten, ten gold. He feels like that's more than fair. All right, fine. I'll take the ten. 
This is the first time my dead character has ever been auctioned off. The jingle will be used wisely. Buy your new character a book. He does auction like off nothing, man. You were sold off at flea market value. That's true. That wasn't an auction. I don't even think dragons can get fleas. Well, Campbell's pitch was to kick corpses and say, come on, it's got skills and stuff. Yeah. And got, his, his fingers light up. The well, they str- did. They the used to light up. The guy shrugged and slid the bag of tin gold pieces closer to Gamble, and he took it and walked away. <laughs> All right, so that matter's settled. Let's uh, go do Callie's plan, and I'll fix up this beat-up Warforged. All right, so back in the town of Salvation. We need a new sheriff. They uh, they have well sheriff is actually uh, I'm considering running for that office. You could just rebuild that office. There's not an office of sheriff. There was just uh, uh, someone that called themselves sheriff. That's mm. their actual name. Not even not even title, just her name. Sheriff. Oh wow! So I'm going to be from henceforth called Sheriff Gimble. Okay, you can if you want to. There we go. So uh, yeah, so Kelly takes you as you guys meet her at the Gray Beyond Tavern where. <laughs> She is sitting with her friend Soot. How does Soot know Callie, do you think, John? Uh, Soot probably um, tried to uh, get information about any kind of artifacts that she'd seen in the uh, in the Mornland that fit his description. Okay. All right. And so he's, he's probably uh, purchased a few of those artifacts that she found. Okay, so maybe she's been sending him good stuff for a while now, and he, he decided to come and check it out in person. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you got a working relationship with her. You know, she's fairly respectable. All right. And, uh, and so you're sitting there meeting with her, and she tells, she's telling you she has some friends that have found some so one-of-a-kind find. I've never seen anything like it. And they need someone to help them uh, research it and figure out what it is that they've got. And if it's dangerous, how to use it, that kind of thing. All right. Yeah, so it probably asked for like a basic description or whatever and uh, and where they found it, that kind of thing. She says, she says well, I'll let, you, I'll let them uh, give you that. And about that time, the, the door, double doors, you know, it's saloon doors, burst open. There's a long shadow stretches across the floor and in steps a halfling and a gnome. Giant in stature. <laughs> Both of them. So you were, you, were his, you were able to get his body sent back to his family. Oh yeah, it's it's taken care of. He, uh, Wink. How much? How much did he end up charging? Hello. Hello. I hear you. I thought Gimbal was being quiet on purpose. That's what I said. Uh, I don't know. Uh, anyway, Jesse, are you are you still there? All right. Yeah, I see his name, but yeah, he's not responding. All right. So, well, I mean, Gimbal looks, I guess, pretty happy, and um, I look not happy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I look, I look, I look very downtrodden. Right. Uh, Depressed, even if maybe would be the word. 
forlorn. Yeah. All right. Well, so uh, I'm just trying to use words correctly so people know that I can speak the English language. Appreciate that. Well, why don't you go ahead and give us a description of uh, of Gimbal as he walks into the bar looking forlorn. Gimbal? Not, not Gimbal. I'm sorry. Of Marster. All right. Yeah. So Marster hasn't even like bothered to wash up. So he's just still covered in dirt and viscera and yeah, slashes all in his armor. Um, or his clothes, your... rather. Armor. Um, yeah, I guess I do have armor. Anyway, so slashes in his armor, just kind of looking looking down towards the floor and plodding into the into the bar, kind of glances up to see where Callie is and just kind of looks back down again, keeps, you know, changes direction and walks out. All right. And uh, as you guys start walking towards the table. I can only assume that Gimbal is like kind of doing like a, you know, one of those like, you know, 70s smooth walks while he's kind of like whistling a little bit and like jauntily moving his arms. You know, something like that. Jesse said internet crashes. He can use his phone. Yeah, that's what he's doing. All right. Yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, listening to some '70s music while he dances, almost in there, kind of saunters. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, how does Soot look as uh, they're walking up to him, John? Nope, maybe it was John. To release everybody but us. Hello, hello. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, sorry, I had forgotten. I muted. No, for uh, a minute there, I thought. I thought maybe. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Uh, so, so it's about average height and weight uh, for standard humanoid adult. Um, he has tan skin, and from a distance, it looks like it's he's dirty, like he's been rolling around in dirt or soot. Um, but as you get closer, you realize that it's uh, actually just like uh, short black hairs all over his skin. Uh, if there was more of it, you would call it like fur, but it's not quite. And there's a, a vaguely feline look to his features. Um, and uh, but but he's wearing studded leather armor. And uh, and everything that he owns is uh, sparklingly clean. Hmm. All right. In, in stark contrast to uh, Marster, as he walks in filthy and slumps into a chair. Gimbal yeah. picks a chair, picks a chair right next to on the other side of uh, Callie and sits down. I assume. All right. Uh, Soot, think, when, uh... when they approach, Soot uh, offers his hand. Uh, and so, uh, and so, you know, greets them. Good to meet you. Nice to meet well, you as well. Callie makes introductions. She said, uh, Marster and Gimbal, this is my friend. I was telling you about Soot. He's from Sharn. That's the name of the city, right? Sharn. Yep. 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 Uh, he's a, he's a, actually a researcher, uh, who, uh, is interested in artifacts from the Mornland. So I feel perfect opportunity for uh, for both of you guys. Uh, so this is Marster de Galanda. Uh, yes, de Galanda as in uh, he has a dragon mark. And this is my good friend Gimbal. And she punches him right in the nose. Laughs. 
because Jesse's not here and can't say she doesn't. Gimbal makes things. Yep, um, he's a he's an artificer. Yeah, it's a handy skill to have. Hmm. All right. Uh, uh, after after Soot uh, shakes both of their hands, he uh, mutters a couple things under his uh, breath. Um, and, uh, there's a magic glow on his hand, and uh, and it looks very clean. Okay. I must have showed up at a really weird point. A guy with a glowing <laughs> hand. We're doing we're doing introductions, and uh, John's character so it's gonna be pretty because he, he automatically cleans hands as he, as he shakes hands when he does. Oh, okay. So all right, so uh, you just sat down next to Callie, and you guys uh, just did introductions, <laughs> and you got punched in the nose. That's right. I kind of get no. You did. <laughs> you did. It's what Callie calls foreplay. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is why you don't like it. Wrong. All right. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, she introduced uh, you guys to Soot, who's a, a researcher at a museum in Sharn. And uh, she says, I thought you guys could tell him about the artifact, and then uh, maybe he could work with you guys to help figure out more about it. Maybe it'd be easier just to show him the artifact. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, Let's do this. We'll skip. We'll skip a uh, few days forward as you as you guys uh, let him look at it. And Gimbal works on putting the sawbones pieces back together. Mark two, baby. Uh, <clears throat> Callie, after you guys talk it over for the first day or so, Callie agrees to go ahead to Sharn to try and uh, grease, uh, grease the skids, as they say, the, at the Morgrave University to try to find some contacts for you guys based on uh, based on information she's gotten from Soot, basically. So she's going to go ahead and do that while you guys stay here and finish putting Sawbones back together and Soot does what he can to figure out what the core is. Leave. Does that sound good to you guys? Yeah, Sounds great. And, um, Wink. Marster still doesn't bathe. Ugh, the whole time? Oh yeah. Okay. It, well, you don't have to bathe, you know. In uh, in Eberron, there's clean, cleaning stones. All I have to do is touch them, and all the dirt and everything just disappears. Nope. <laughs> okay. Fine. He's going to be a dirty buck. Gross. And drinks a lot. I drink a lot the whole time. All right. You're one of those monks. I am now. Mm. No, I didn't take that subclass, but. I'm just going to drink a water. All right. That's fine. At least he's not one of the self-immolation monks. Hmm. Right. All right. So here's what we're going to do for the rest of this particular session. There are four characters here. Uh, you, can, you, get, you get to choose one. You guys can decide who gets what. I will. Uh, I'm just going to read you a description of them, and you guys can pick from that. How about that? That way, uh, there's no. I think that'll go faster. I guess is what I'm saying. We just do it that way. Sound all right? Yep. Okay. We have Forum. He's a former captain in the last war who defended the Talenta Plains. 
He has tan skin and black hair and wears a dinosaur mask that covers the lower half of his face. His motivation is to earn coin for his family, and his mannerisms are boastful. He's a halfling. Then there is... Let me, as I do this, I'm going to add them to everybody's journals so you guys can see them. They should be under a folder called Gray Strife. All right. There is Okazo. Okazo turned away from the Solitar and moved to Stormreach to work as a guide. He has dark blue skin and wears his white hair and dread, beaded dreadlocks. Cardinal hired him to navigate Zendrick for Greystrife. He's in love with uh, Dariel and wants to move to Sharn. His motivation is love and his mannerisms are tense and protective as he always expects danger. He is a drow. There you go, Matt. We have Nine is a warforged fighter who reported to Borum during the last war. Nine needs coins for maintenance and has a large steel helmet. Nine is malfunctioning and often narrates battles as they occur. He's warforged, obviously. And then there's Cardinal. Cardinal has a feline appearance similar to a white tiger. She has a strong devotion to the sovereign host which is a, like a deity type thing in Neberon, and is the unofficial leader of Greystrife. She learned um, about, about a crystal skull and put together the expedition in Sharn, hiring Okazu as a guide when they arrived in Stormreach. Her motivation is knowledge, and she can seem aloof while she's thinking. I'll take nine. She I'll is a shifter. All right. So nine is met. I'll do Borum. All right. That leaves Okazo and Cardinal. Who do you want, Jesse? Um, you always don't take Okazo. None of the above. <laughs> well, you know, when they when they die or you finish this little bit of the adventure, you can stop playing them. Um, Okazo was the Dark Elf, and Cardinal is a shifter. I don't care. I'll be the Dark Elf then. All right. Cardinal it is. Cardinal for John. Cardinal's the leader. That makes sense. There you go. You guys can should be able to see all those character sheets. They should look like NPC character sheets because they are NPC character sheets. Nice. All right. Which means that at least they will be uh, fairly simple to learn. Oh, this guy's terrible. All right. I don't know if I'm going to be able to drag you guys over here or not. This thing is not working with me at all. It's going to drag you a couple at a time. There you go. It worked okay. for a second, and then I couldn't well, see anything. Well, that was the wrong one. I had to drag you to one and then to another because I couldn't go all the way across. Okay. So here's the deal. This uh, We are 12 years in the past, 12 years ago. The continent of Zendrick, far south of Corvair, is unforgiving. Cursed by the sovereigns and six, it's a land warped by magic that can't be mapped. While all of you are here for gold, you discovered a found family too. You have the benefit of a native drow guide, Okazo, who's become a dear friend and a member of the party. 
Under Cardinal's direction, you've set out from the relative safety of Stormreach to find a crystal skull that's rumored to have the power to raise the dead. After many days traveling together, Cardinal had a vision that led you to a ruined temple. Yesterday, you fought through a nest of phase spiders. After a night of keeping watch ready for the next challenge in the former sanctuary. Also, uh, let's see, a couple of you died. Dariel, uh, Onog, and Toba all perished in the fight. The members of Greystroff are uneasy. During last, the last watch, nine heard voices from the tunnels above. It's time to move quickly. Okay. One of you guys, I think it was Okazo, was in love with Dariel, and she's dead. So, Aww. enjoy that. Mm. <laughs> um, let's see. So, you guys are in this little area where you set up camp. You lift these four torches along the walls. Um, you can see, ahead, well, some of you can see ahead of you fairly well. Some of you do not have dark vision of any sort. Um, I actually used Roll20 as a cool new thing that uh, lets you tint vision. So, people with dark vision, it's blue. People with infravision, it's red. Oh, that is cool. I don't notice the difference. So, uh, I think it's because you played a, a non. Yeah, that's a joke. What now, boss? I'll say that, Cardinal. Um, so you said we had been we had been resting here before we push into the into the yep. remains. All right, you stopped in this antechamber to rest for the night. All right, and just so I know, nine is a fighter. Mm-hmm. That's a warforged. Yeah, uh, Borum is. Uh, also a fighter, mm-hmm. and then Okazo's like a scout. He's like a scout slash fighter. Right. He is. He's nothing. He has a quarter staff with a plus two to hit, and he's level five. Like it's like he's not even proficient with the damn thing. He's not. He said he was level five. He just hit points are five d eight. All right. Five. That's the way they work with NPCs. Okay. Okay, so all I get is a dex bonus to my quarter staff attack. I, I must be a wizard with no spells because I have a 12 AC and a plus two to hit. So put me in the front. God, can you guys hear anything over Jesse's crying? <laughs> it's, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. All right. Uh, so, Kazo, you're the scout. You know this area uh, the best. Um, are you at least good at stealthing? No. <laughs> My skills are medicine, nature, and perception. All right. And he has thieves' tools. He can use thieves' tools as well. All yeah. right. So um, we'll have uh, Borum and Nine. Uh, since you guys worked together during the war, why don't you guys lead the way? And uh, I'll uh, I'll watch our back with Okazo. Boron walked up to Nine with confidence, despite the fact that we lost three members of our party the day prior. Boron has seen much death during his time and does not seem dazed by it. Which one of you guys is... Which character? Are you playing Nine, Matt? He's playing yeah. Nine, so he's narrating. That's right. Okay, I'll just check it. Boron's like, this sucks. 
All right, so so here's the thing. Uh, Borum and Nine, I think neither one of you guys can see in the dark. Is that right? That's right. Halflings don't have... No. Nope. Grab a torch. No. All right, you're going to grab a torch. Yeah. Let me set you up with uh, emitting light then. Set myself up with another drink. Can you give me one while you're at it? I wish I could, homie. Going to get a nice fresh beer out of my kegerator I built. I need to send y'all pictures of this. I was drinking coffee with screwball uh, liquor and peanut butter flavor liquor. Mm. Yeah, that screwball. Oh, I, I think yeah. coffee is the only way I can drink that screwball with Try hot chocolate, too. I don't drink hot chocolate. I don't drink anything with sugar in it. What? I'm, I'm obnoxious. <laughs> <All right>. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the easiest way to to say it. Okay. So you guys, as you guys walk up to the edge of there, you see a wide stone hallway opens ahead. It's Mm -hmm. ceiling lost in gloom. It's like nine feet up. Wow. Uh, The stone tiles on the floor have a light checker coated in a moist rainbow sheen. The exit is an archway to the east. This room is like a, a creepy rainbow. Yeah, on the floor. Hmm. Nine and Borum stride ahead confidently, despite the strangeness of their surroundings. Nine turned to Borum and said, Should we proceed carefully or just barrel on ahead? Nine, you can just say it directly to me. You don't have to say it in third person. Nine looked at Borum perplexed and said, What do you mean? Can someone else come up here and walk with me? Sure, why not? I don't have nothing well, to live for. Everyone, everyone freezes in place as a quiet team. Go for him. Go back to your dead stop. Let me move nine back to where he was when that happened. All right. As a quiet team is heard across the hall, a grinding mechanical sound echoes from above, and the pop of a spring release comes from the left. A split second later, two large scything blades emerge from the walls and sweep across the hall. All right, let's roll initiative. This seems bad. Are we in Indiana Jones adventure? Maybe. It's funny <laughs> that we, we were talking about Indiana <laughs> Jones, and now we're like looking for a crystal skull. We're looking for a crystal yeah. skull. There's blades coming through the walls. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Borum Cardinal. I am metal. I am slow. All right. Let's see. So you guys have uh, starting now. You guys have an actual an hour of real time to complete this whole thing. By the way, so uh, look at our uh, initiative rolls. Is there like a giant rolling ball behind us, and that we got to outrun it? All right. Can y'all not hear me uh, again? Yeah, no, no we heard you. I need Borum and Nine to make a dexterity save. What? Borum, you're a halfling? Is that right? Yes. You can roll it with advantage. Okay. 
<laughs> are these blades poison? Oh, no. Or do they give me a disease? Because if so, I feel like I get advantage. Actually, uh, you don't even have to roll, Borum. Because it Sorry. just go directly over your head. <laughs> Screw you, Borum. Uh, all right. Yeah. Nine. One of the blades chunks into you. comes past. <coughs> and, uh, holy crap, yeah, you failed your save. All right. Yeah, nine rolled a nine. How many points? <laughs> can I, can I use my inspiration? Yeah, you can if you want. Yeah, I don't want to, like, die right now, so. Oh, well, that was even worse. All right, so you take 45 damage. Oh, get oh good lord. Chopped nearly in half by this trap. And it knocks good. you uh, knocks you back Pretty to here. Moogly. I'm going to get to go to bed early tonight. Uh, all right. Yeah, so 45 of your 51 hit points are now gone. All right. Uh, these nine feels a large impact that blows him back into the hallway. He sees his metal light flash before his eyes. Oh, you turn off the voice. There's Dang. normally a mute button on him. Just gotta know where it is. Mine is on my penis meat sack. Oh, that would suck. <laughs> Getting a punch in the mouth and the nuts at the same time. Borum could probably headbutt it. He's about that height. Yeah. All right. You guys, uh, what are you going to do? The blades keep going back and forth. They're not stopping. They're just scything back and forth through the chamber. Borum is just kind of hunched, hunched down. And they're just going over his head every time. So I guess you can inspect the room for a mechanism to stop them. <clears throat> with a solid nine. Yeah, with a nine, you don't notice anything in there. Plus, you're not even in the room, right? You're having to kind of look around the corner. Looks, Looks pretty safe. There. Cardinal, you should go in. All right. Uh, <clears throat> let's see. Cardinal's not very good at disarming traps or anything. Well, if you find one, I can help you. Uh, Borum is able to move around without oh. being hit, so why doesn't he look for something to deactivate the trap? I guess I gotta do everything. <laughs> yeah, Borm's gonna be looking around to um, figure out some type of trigger or something to deactivate it. Okay. Oh, um, shoot, this is... Sorry about this. Uh, there's no hero points in this for these characters, these characters, but you can use your inspiration like Matt just did. And if these characters hit zero points, hit points, they die. There's no death saves or anything. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, you can make. What do you kind of check you're gonna make? Um, since I'm pretty much just left to an ability score to click. Um. Yeah, perception. You can do perception check. Okay. It's wisdom. So, if you don't have yeah, the skill. With advantage, right? Six. No, no advantage. You don't see anything, but you do notice that. Uh, if you're under three feet tall, you appear to be fine in this room. I just yell back. It's like, crawl on the ground. All right. Fair enough. Okay, so Cardinal drops down to all fours and follows Borum. All right. Borum, are you going to go through the Go ahead and go to the other end of the room. To here. You can if you want. Look through. 
What do I see out there? Uh, oh, you're the, you're not the one with the uh, torch, are you? It was nine that had the torch. No. Oh. Probably right. Rolled at six on my wisdom score. <clears throat> my bad. So when he walked through, there were he was safe. Um, yes. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing messed him up as he went through. Then I'm following directly behind him on all fours. All right. Uh, you're fine as well. Okazo, are you going to do the same? Yes. All right. What about you, uh, Nine? Yeah, I mean, I guess I'll crawl through if I can. All right. Are you going to... You still have the torch, right? I'll have to drop it, I guess. Put it in your mouth. Fine, I'll put it in my mouth. I'm going to work for it. All right. Maybe it'll do six damage to me. Uh, make me a check of some sort as you go through there, Matt. One out of dex. Let's just do dex. another dex. De- uh, athletics or athletics would be strength. Do dexterity or whatever. Uh, so I just roll a strength check if I say athletics. Yeah. Twenty-two. Okay. All right. You managed to get through there. Uh, everybody can make me a perception check as he's crawling through. If you want, including me. Yep. What's, the, what's the perception wisdom? Cardinal rolled a seventeen. I'm sorry. What now? Yes, it's wisdom. Thank you. Twenty-four. Oh wait, that was Jesse. Seven. <laughs> All right, everybody that got a fifteen or above realizes as he's crawling through there that that shimmer on the floor is oil, which is highly flammable, and That's he's crazy. crawling through there holding a torch in his mouth. <laughs> Run! <laughs> uh, <laughs> nine. Or wait, yeah. I can run. Uh, <laughs> let's leave your torch behind. Um, I don't think you want me to drop it now. You don't know. You, you, you did not realize that it's... Whatever you do, don't drop that torch, okay? So don't speak. Oh, I was about to drop it. Move, Cardinal. <laughs> All right. Coming behind Borum. All right. All right, you guys all make it safely through. So I'm going to make room for me so I don't immolate myself. Yeah. All right. Borum dies as he steps forth into. (laughs) I was making room. Do we have any healing potions or anything? Uh, Have everything that you have. Anything that you can do should be listed on your sheet. Okay, great. I'm not going to make it much further as a freaking tank with six hit points. That's true. Fine. That is true. I want to die sooner rather than later so I need to get another drink. All right. Uh, you guys have... There's still plenty of time. There's like 15 minutes left. All right. Don't worry, Knight. If you die, we'll put you back in your box. I don't care. <laughs> back in the box. All right. Amen. So can we uh, inspect from the stairwell there, see if we notice anything about this chamber that we're about to enter? 
Well, feel like we're going to walk into Mortal Kombat. I was going to say, he hasn't described the Mortal Kombat room yet. That's right. Broken steps ascend into a large room that seems to serve but one purpose, Mortal Kombat. No, not really. <laughs> oh, can we play the Mortal Kombat theme? The worship, <laughs> the worship of the gleaming crystal skull resting on the stone altar. Two stone altars flank the altar. Oh, it's two stone pillars, I'm sorry, flank the altar. Both decorated with detailed carvings of dragons. A beautiful mosaic inlay of a red dragon forms a 30-foot circle in the center of the floor. To the south, dirt and roots choke a large crumbling opening in the wall. A similar but smaller tunnel opens in the wall behind the altar. Hmm. So, anything like outside the stairs that... I mean, so inspect the floor to see can we walk further in. Uh, yep, you can give me a wisdom check. Oh, I'm really good at these. 13. Don't worry, I got you, bro. Eight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I can't see through all the tears from my dead girlfriend. <laughs> everybody, everybody thinks the game's fine. All right. Well, Cardinal leads the way. First he rolled a 16. Hmm? He rolled a 16. Yeah, it looks fine. Okay. All right. So Card- Cardinal wants to come over here and just peek through this uh, door over here to see what I see in there. All right. You peek through the door and you see two felines poke their heads around the corner and glare back at you, their eyes glinting. In the light of the torch being held by nine, which seems to to have attracted their attention. Are they large felines? Uh, You tell me. They are large felines. (laughs) I yell back to the others uh, Weapons at the ready. I thought you were going to say, Roll initiative. (laughs) (laughs) That's your job. I thought you were, that's what you're going to say. I'll go back to the other ones. Roll for initiative. All right, everyone, roll initiative. Oh, well, Kazo bringing it with a 21. Yep. Going to charge in with my quarterstaff and do four damage. You're going to die, cat. Rawr. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, we're missing somebody. Nine. Not Thirteen point one two. Okay, Okazo. What's up? What you gonna do? I'm gonna charge in to there. Okay. And by that, I just mean move. Yep. Pass cardinal. You run in there and you see two of these strange six-legged cat creatures with tentacles waving on their backs. Oh, yeah. He's like, I gotta get as close to that as possible. Yep. Smack it with my quarterstaff. Pretty strange breed of squid and cat. Smack the bejesus out of it. Yep. Flat. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Right. <laughs> he rolled a four. <laughs> <laughs> well, he rolled a two. He gets plus two. Oh. Plus two to attack. Is but don't worry. Three? You got three bludgeoning with it. Well, he can uh, he can throw a poison onto any attack that he hits with. But I got to hit first. Yeah, not happening. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's plus two to hit. I don't want to tell you. All right, I'm good. Nine. <clears throat> I guess I'm gonna run uh, forward to my death. Is that what nine actually says? <laughs> yes. Nine moves forward, knowing that he will likely perish in this encounter. Thirty. Uh, you could have easily gotten there in, in your your movement if you hadn't gone straight out to begin with. If oh, you want yeah. to, if you want to, you can be yeah, in, in either of those spots. Fine. Yeah. Right. I will strike you before I perish, strange cat beast. I say as I heft my great axe. All right. Are you going to uh, crank out your recklessness to get advantage? Uh, Or does that seem too reckless? No point in saving it. No, there's no point in saving it. Yeah, so reckless. What is that? It's Mortal Kombat. Uh, do you want me to roll? Do you want me to just roll another attack? Uh, well, and you can't take yeah. the first damage. You can just roll another attack. Yeah, up at the top, there's an advantage toggle. By the way, okay. It's up on the character sheet, I can re-roll yeah. it, or I can just roll one more time. I don't care. Just roll one more time. That's fine. All right. The first, first one's better. Twenty-one for six. Either of them hit. All right. You hit him. You hit the one that you're right in front of, right? Yeah, this one. Oh, yes. You hit him with a blow that you know would have surely killed you had it hit you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the axe would have bounced back and hit me, I would have died. Yep. All right, next, the beasts. Actually, one of the beasts. I guess both of them, whatever. The beasts attack. Uh, of course, they're not auto-rolling damage because lame. Let's see. Let's understand where it is. That was weak. All right. Let's try that again. One, two, three, four. Um, they can't see anything on the screen. What's Akazo's uh, AC? Zero. Zero. <laughs> Okazo. Twelve. It's a twelve. I remember him bitching about it earlier. All right. So twelve and a fourteen. All right. Okazo. Oh my god! These things like crank out the damage. Uh, gets hit twice for. Well, gets hit once for sixteen total damage. And uh, nine dies because he gets hit twice, and yes. well, both of the both of the hits do more than six damage. All right, I'm gonna get myself another drink. I'm not even gonna take my phone with me. Borum. 
I'll meet myself until okay. I get back, though. All right. Born sneaks up. I'm trying to see if I can actually see these creatures. Okay, there's one. We uh, probably should have just ran by these guys, but... Borm uh, gets to do... Uh, looks like two dagger attacks, so... Pew and pew. Oh, wow. He rolls just as good with his attacks as he does wisdom, so... So, here's a question. Can these things even fit through the hole? <clears throat> I don't think yeah. so. Those are supposed to be melee attacks. He, he gets one scimitar and two dagger attacks. Actually, he gets two scimitar and one dagger attack. All right, my bad. Or two dagger attacks. You know what? Yeah. If I can go back, I'll just go up there and just scimitar and dagger. Yeah, because you can Not get to here. Deal. Okay, fine. There's 25 feet. All right, so... This one has already hurt. It. Okay, so attack that one. Yeah. Schematar, schematar, and then uh, dagger. All right, all of those hit. Yay! For a total of 19 damage. And Jesse, yes, they can squeeze through a smaller opening. Yeah, it's like it's like a square and a half wide, so they can <laughs> so they can squeeze through a square. All right, the that one you attacked is bloodied now. And Cardinal. Cardinal, uh, her features uh, become even more feral as she unleashes the beast within herself. She, the beast. she snarls and leaps forward, standing over the corpse of, or the, uh, the, the battered remains of Nine and attempts to uh, smack uh, the bloodied beast with her mace. A 16 for 6 damage. A 16 hits. And it's how much damage? I'm sorry, 6? Six? Six, 6 damage. Are you going to use any of her extra damage features? Uh, That's a bonus action, and it was also a bonus action to shift, so... Oh, I can't. I can't do that this turn. I'll have to do it next you can't, turn. You can't. Are you going to use the bite attack? Um. You can well, use that for free that, when you activate it. Oh, it says that. It says as a bonus action. Yeah. Oh, she. Okay, I guess. Oh, okay. I guess I can do that when I shift. So yeah, I'll bite. I'll try to bite the creature as well. A six. Yeah, six is probably going to miss. All right. But you did do six damage to it. It's looking pretty rough. Okazo. Uh, I guess I'll swing at the closest kitty. Oh, yes, the one that hasn't been hit yet, I believe. Damn it. Swing away, Akazo. Trying to. I can't get to the... There it goes. Would you like to use your inspiration? To re -roll sure. That one? I'll, use, I'll use my inspiration so I don't roll a critical fail. Hey, 18. And I'll poison strike him, too. All right. 
<laughs> it's a critical on that, that's funny. All right, so that's an extra six damage. That makes it 11 damage. All right, and he's actually not in great shape anymore. Nine is deceased. The kitties. One of them is attacking uh, Cardinal. 19 to hit. That hits. For... <laughs> 13 and then a 25 to hit for 8 alright Cardinal reels back uh, hurting the other one almost swallows Borum whole for uh, what is that 13, 16, 21 damage with a crit just tentacle right to his face and just slides down his body blood gushing out everywhere Borum, it's your turn. All right. <clears throat> um, let's see. Slice, slice, stab. All right. Did you did you reduce your hit points by twenty one? Actually, oh, I can do that from this side. Yeah, you can do it from from the token or whatever. Yeah. I guess the I'll token. Try the there we go. Now done. Um, right. Click the scimitars. Yeah. All right. Uh, the first one misses. The second one does hit him, though. You're hit, attacking the same one that you've already hurt. Is that right? Yeah. Yes. All right. That kills him with the second Good. scimitar blow. And then you missed with the dagger. Boogers. Oops. Uh, that was too late. Just drag. Essentially, goes okay. Cardinal. Cardinal calls out to the sovereign host for uh, for for guidance <clears throat> as she swings her mace at the remaining beast. So I'm going to use my inspiration on this one. All right. Just. I guess. So a 16 for there is 3 a, damage. There is a toggle you know, up there at the top. Oh, I did not see advantage. that. Alright. Uh, and then as a bonus action she I'm hit. using the, the radiant damage. All right. So that does an additional 3d6 radiant damage. Right. Yep. So 3d6. So an additional 11 damage. Nice, it's 14 total. And this one is bloodied. All Finish right. him off, Okazo! Okazo. Alright. I don't know what happens, but every time I open the character sheet, it just, like, disappears. Hmm. Alright. Quarterstaff! To the face! Oh, 20 hits. Gonna I'm going to go ahead and poison strike him, too. Did it not roll my damage? Oh, two? two. Really? Jeez. <laughs> poison strike for nine. It's 11. That is going to do it. Sweet. 
All right. So uh, a fourth member of your party has died, but the three remaining members have uh, successfully defeated a displacer beast or two. Yay! This adventuring stuff is dangerous work. I just kept hearing the dragon say finish him in the background. <laughs> All right. Pull out, my, pull out my fatality. What are you guys going to do? You guys still uh, playing? Uh, I'll tell the others to uh, see if they can 10 to 9, see if there's anything they can do with him. And I'm going to check out this tunnel over. All right. Yeah, the tunnel, a cursory examination shows that the tunnel nice. appears to just, just the tunnel appears to just go off into the distance, basically somewhere. Right, you say your whole reason for for being here is this crystal skull in the center of the soul. Right, I'm just making sure there's nothing else going to come out of this tunnel to get us. Uh, I'm going right. to go inspect the table that the skull is on. Yeah, we Borum's asking if anyone has a hammer. Where did Borum go? I was underneath hey, the card. Um, you can use that skull to bring back your dead girlfriend. Can I? Says the dead Warforge. Yeah, you can. That's the whole point of the thing. It's supposed to be able to raise the dead. Hmm. God, my freaking perception rolls have been awful. So All your the, rolls have so been the tunnel yeah. just. The tunnel that I looked down, it just peters off. It doesn't continue on. Uh, it does. Oh. Conti- it does seem to continue to go on for quite a quite some time. But Borum, the table looks good to me. Why don't you come check it out too? Hmm. Yeah. God. I got a three. <laughs> well, in this defense, he can't even see over here. It's so dark. Oh, uh, that's true. You can barely see from the light of the torch that nine dropped on the floor. So what are we trying to do? We're trying to perceive what's going on on this table? Yes. Yeah. All right. Cardinal comes over to take a look at it. Uh, hang on. I'm trying to reopen this character sheet. There we go. Twelve. Twelve. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, don't see anything, but you do hear uh, coming from the, directly to the east, and you see at the last second you see movement. You hear as uh, a short woman dressed in colorful explorer's garb steps from the shadows. A wry smile on her face. A purple scarf is draped over one of her shoulders. Hey, look! It's a fan. From the Looks east, good. so from this direction. Is that a golf clap? That's rude. From from right here, over here, the east. Yeah, she's obviously heard of us. All right. Looks like you've led me all the way to the skull. She smiles. Behind her, a squad of undead warriors marches forward, their eyes glittering with cunning. Let me. Yeah. We're going to have to bottleneck these things in that tunnel. All right. Maybe this will work. Oh, I can't see anything. All right. I feel like we're not supposed to win this one. She's here. Well, if the meat shield hadn't lost all his life in the first room, we probably would have had a better chance. He had life to start with? 
she steps she steps out and uh these guys kind of start fanning out a little bit wow so we just stood there like idiots while they all just came in the room great i'm not sure i'm not sure how far you guys can see down through there probably says a lot about the general survivability of the group so so okay uh i'm just gonna grab the skull and run uh she says, uh, let's see. She, well, she, so she's walking up to the skull. Are you guys going to try to stop her? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Every, every one of you can make me a an intelligence or wisdom check, either one. <laughs> eh, I rolled a one. Somebody got a roll to s- 17. 17. All right. And, uh, Bogus, was that your eight for this? Is that what that was? Yeah. Okay. But your other two think you probably got this. Okazo, you think you guys have a 50 50 shot at taking one of those undead soldiers. You've seen those things fight before. Um, and you see like almost a dozen of them here. Mm-hmm. Plus, their leader, which is obviously some sort of necromancer. I hate those guys. And she's a lady. Even worse. There's no way we win this fight, guys. We've already lost too many. Hmm. I still can't see them, so. You can't see them? I can. I can't see Jack. I can oh. see the Mortal Kombat. That's Do you it. want to say that you got the uh, the uh, torch from Nine's dead body? So, so Cardinal says uh, to the lady, um, so if we let you take the skull, you will leave us uh, alive? Uh, there we go. That worked better. She laughs and says, no. No, she uh, has a bag of coins and she drops it, slides across the table as she picks up the skull and you see there's a pressure plate underneath it. Uh, coins coins sliding behind the skull. She picks it up and uh, gestures at you guys and says, kill the witnesses. And the soldiers uh, begin to move. Hey. Uh, you guys can roll initiative. You guys are right. Guys and lady, I'm sorry. So why don't we just take the bag of coins off? That's the first thing I'm doing. Taking the coins? Yep, taking the coins. That's obviously some sort of trap. Well, yeah, and hopefully it kills everybody. (laughs) It's going to kill whoever removes the skull or who removes the bag at this point. Maybe it kills her. Maybe the whole thing caves in, kills us all. I'm not expecting we're going to survive this in the first place, so... We can't kill those skeletons. We might as well take them with us, man. All right. Uh, we need Borum. Sorry. All right. At 20, what's Cardinal going to do? Cardinal steps up and tries to attack the Necromancer. 
Okay. Well, I don't know, guys. Fight or flight. Mm. I mean, you know, you know, uh, it's it's stay and die or or run and maybe not die at this point. All right. Um, maybe the uh, skeletons won't be smart enough to duck in the room behind us. So I tell them to retreat. We'll uh, we'll block the the door and get them as they come out. So I'm just going to run backwards. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'm going to dash. 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And uh, I'm ducking as I go into the room with the scything blades. All right. Yeah, because they're still going. Okay. Okazo. So, could I grab the bag with a bonus action and move and dash? You can grab the bag with a bonus action and then we'll go from there. Hmm. How about that? But yeah, you can't you can't grab it as a bonus action. All right, I'm grabbing the bag. All right, you need to make a um. Uh, let's see, Dex. Now you need to make a de- a strength save. Oh, that's gonna fail. To lift a bag of coins. Yep. Just uh, when you pick it up. All right. And eleven. <clears throat> so you pick up the bag of coins, and suddenly the ground shifts underneath you as the uh, mosaic comes to life, and the dragon coils around you, straining you. Uh, yep. And uh, Borum, you need to make a dexterity save. All right. Okay, an 11. So you fell that. Oh, no. So you take 46 fire damage as uh, fire engulfs the this whole back part of the room. Uh, it damages the undead and the necromancer some. The flames kind of go off. Uh, Cardinal, you see it in the distance. Let's see. Let's see. I yell at Cardinal, run, bitch! <laughs> <laughs> Remember us! Yes, basically the dragon kind of breathes fire on everybody in that back part of the room. Yeah. It's, and, uh, it looks like it hurts the necromancer. Let's see how much it hurts. Her. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah. It probably doesn't matter if I use my inspiration. It hurts her pretty bad. Either way. But uh, so she and the, uh, she flees and, and the soldiers flee after, begin to flee after her, I guess. No, they're stupid. Uh, she flees, though. Borum, you're dead. Yeah. And the soldiers. Uh, <clears throat> Charge in and start hacking at uh, Akazo. I'm not going to roll that because they'll they'll kill him this round. Unless you guys want me to roll it. Haven't seen any of your rolls all night, so it doesn't you know? I'm sure you can roll higher than a twelve. Oh, has it not been showing them? No. No. Oh my gosh, that's so annoying. 
I've got it set up to uh, never whisper rolls. I don't know why it's doing that all day. But everything is all wrong. I mean, all we right. saw your uh, damage roll when you were on like, you know, 10 D8 or 500 D12s. The Necromancer, we saw her dexterity save, but we haven't seen anything from right. the. Uh, oh, you should have told me. I didn't realize it was freaking whisper and everything. All right. So these first three, you get three attacks. So one, two, three. Oh, yeah. Four, five, six, dead, dead, seven, dead. Eight, yeah, there's a couple of crits in there. Yeah, I'm dead. All right. So they, uh, right behind you, you see uh, uh, Borom gets burned to death and. Uh, um, What's your what's your guy's name? Okazo just getting hacked to pieces by these dead soldiers. Cardinal, what you gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna try to get the heck out of Dodge. All right. I'm gonna continue crawling and dashing towards the exit as I cry my little tiger tears. <laughs> In that case, we'll say Cardinal uh, gets away. Yay! All right, we'll count that as success for the whole group. You guys Cardinal. And let's uh Cardinal gets to we... tell the story of yeah. Zaka's bravery. I had a feeling going in that we were the Ebron version of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah. Most of was... them lived. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean about the people that saw the movie? <laughs> most of us didn't <laughs> you know right. it wasn't terrible yeah, it wasn't not, good either yeah, I was like out drunk I don't remember there was a group of us that they had this IPA on tap that must have been like 9% or something crazy yeah, and we got there before the movie and knocked out a couple pitchers and then they just kept bringing you pitchers during the movie oh yeah <laughs> it's all coming back all coming back to me now it was an interesting night I couldn't even get up the next day <laughs> Danny was so mad <laughs> well, I was completely fine because after we got to the movie I took a beer with me uh, so that basically yeah. ruined, ruined uh, Gen Con nobody ever even really made it and did anything all the time we were there that was that was brutal no, That's we did one true. day. Uh, I went with you, uh, despite the fact that I was so hungover. You, you didn't I go. I went with you the next day. You just had to keep taking breaks to go throw up in the bathroom. I only had to take one break to go throw up in the bathroom. <laughs> one break. I have never gotten so, like, that way, just drinking beer. Like, Ugh. no way. Yeah, it was all like high gravity, 12%. Yeah, I think it was like 12%. You guys downed a lot of it. We were basically drinking wine. I it's thought good. it was just regular IPA. Apparently it was like a double. No, it was, yeah, it was a double. Double blackout. All right, anyway, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Cardinal, she she's the leader. She led everybody to their deaths and, and got away. And then, yeah, led her way out. <laughs> she got to tell everyone of Okazo's genius idea. To set off the big trap. <laughs> <laughs> to buy her time to get away. Exactly. Borum was a huge fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> Nine couldn't be bothered either way. At least y'all didn't have to listen to me narrate the rest of that. That's true. 
<laughs> I really wanted to hear you narrate the Displacer Beast punching you in the face, but you didn't do it. Mm. Hard to narrate when you're dead. And I was failed by the foul beast. <laughs> <laughs> Another hero lost to the world that will never be known, replaced, or remembered again. His voice box keeps working for like two minutes after he <laughs> Nice. Oh, it's a pre recorded message. Right, yes. Oh, and his friend, especially Borum, who secretly harbored uh, sexual fantasies for him, was so sad. What do you think is down there? All right, so we can stop there and pick up with your characters next time, or we can do the opening scene with your actual characters first. It's up to you guys. Mm. I'm fine either way. It's only 10.30. Yeah, we can do the opening scene. Yeah, let's do it. I didn't get to do this whole conversation with Marster about um, Vorthas' body. Like I was saying it the whole time, but y'all couldn't hear me. I was really upset about that. Mm. What? Uh, what the heck just happened somehow I just turned my entire PDF sideways and I don't know how to fix it you can turn a PDF sideways yeah I I didn't know that was possible but the whole thing is now sideways Mm. is there a view thing at the top where there's a rotate I don't know I just tried clicked on it and like it did something weird and now it's rotated I don't know how to you effed it sideways? No, I found it. I found it. There's a rotate clockwise option on the freaking... Uh, why would you want to rotate? Oh, whatever. All right. Somebody scanned something in landscape style, and you're like, oh, God, you jerk. And then you have to rotate. Yeah. Somebody somewhere yeah, had, had that problem. Yeah. All right. You are scavengers who make a living hunting for lost relics of Seer. Deep what? in the Mornland, you found a strange artifact, the Oracle of War, a large, beautifully stained wood chest set with cogs and gears. This device provided vital tactical advice, but soon malfunctioned, revealing a mysterious verse from the Draconic Prophecy. When dark lanterns flicker in the light of the silver torch, the king in green rides north on a bolt of steel. Two nations prepare for war as all eyes turn to sky blue. The oracle then began repeating the words, third protocol activated, which really annoyed you. What does this mean? Who made the device, and why are they willing to kill to get it back? What jerks. After you survived an attempted assassination, well, I mean, you know, you actually handed handed it over and then chased them down on the train kind of fat. It was a genius plan. The oracle became functional once more, although two of you didn't realize it because you were dead. (laughs) You <laughs> soon decided to travel to Shard, the city of towers, to find answers at Morgrave University with your friend Soot, who's, you know, taking the place of uh, Forthax, I guess. Kind of. Soot. I like him better. He's furry and cuddly. I can't relate to reptiles. And clean. That's yeah. Clean, yeah. So you guys arrive on a lightning rail train, a different one than, than the uh, one used before. The mighty towers where, of Sharn. Where are we arriving? Oh, okay, we're going to Sharn. Yep. The mighty towers of Sharn are shrouded behind gray clouds, rain falls, and sheets across the city, cloaking its bridges, mezzanines, and plateaus in wet gloom. Your lightning rail thunders into Terminus Station. We are greeted by a team of House Orion porters. That's the house that runs the 
lightning trains, and this. What do they call the airships? What is airships? Whatever. As your luggage is unloaded, one of them hails a sky coach to take you to your destination in the city. Because sky coaches are a thing here. So the city of Sharn is called the city of towers. There's, uh, uh, Soot has been here before, but probably none of the rest of your characters have. It's a towering metropolis. There's five quarters, each of which is an upper, middle, and lower ward. The further down you go, you know, shit travels downhill, so you can figure out where the nice races are pretty easily. The district of Skyway floats above the highest towers. It's actually uh, floats above the rest, most of the rest of the city. And uh, the uh, the lower city, you know, you can get uh, killed for a couple coins. In the upper city, on the same day, if you didn't get killed, I guess, uh, they would just laugh at you and think you were dressed like a hobo. What did you say the name of the city was? Bossing say? Sharn. The Morgrave University is the uh, place where Soot was trained, and that's where you were planning to go. Um, and speaking of which, um, you guys are meeting with her. She sent you word to meet with her at the Golden Horn. It's an upscale inn near the university. Ooh. So, uh, so as you guys step off the step off the train, there's uh, a a new member of the group. You guys weren't able to actually get him up and running until uh, Gimbal came up with an idea to siphon power off of the lightning rail on the way here to uh, to jumpstart him. Oh, which which fine. yeah, which took you guys a little while longer to get here. The the train conductor kept apologizing for the train going so slow; they couldn't figure out what it was, but. Uh, <laughs> It was, because, it was because you guys were charging your, your new friend. Had nothing to do with it. Wink. And and also uh, charging up a, uh, a relatively familiar snake to most of you guys. Oh, yeah. Why don't you tell us about uh, Sawbones Mark II? Let's just call him Mark II. Yeah, or Mark. Yeah. Mark. <laughs> yeah. Mark II. Or Deuce. Is uh, Gimbal introducing them, or I am I? Since Gimbal made them, no, you, think, you both can. I don't care. Well, I think the so the first time he wakes up, I should you know I'll ask him if he'd rather be referred to as Mach Two or Deuce, Bubble Goose. You know, Bubble Goose. Can we go on Bubble Goose? <laughs> it's an option. I'm asking him. It's the first time he's had consciousness. Bubble Goose. So glad you're back. Deuce. Okay, he'll go by Deuce. All right, Deuce works. Deuce is nice. All right, Deuce. Well, so he's going to change his attitude. Also, we need to be a happy robot this time. You couldn't tell he was happy? That was clearly, he's, clearly, he's much happier now. Right, Deuce? <laughs> Very happy. See? <laughs> See? He's totally happy. Hmm. That was part of the programming. Yeah. So Deuce is like um, just kind of after yeah, he kind of like, he's checking himself out and he's <sighs> kind of like checking out himself on the inside. Uh, you can look, so you can look as much or as little like the old one as you want because Gimbal probably used a lot of uh, artistic license when putting him back together anyway. 
Um, my assumption is that he does have some memories of being bones, but not all no. of them. No, he has no. no. So he has no memories. No, no, you're a brand new spirit. Okay, brand new spirit then. Um, so Deuce is uh, essentially just trying to kind of figure out his body, and is uh, satisfied with it, and uh, with the uh, snake. I guess you're, honest, you're honestly going to narrate puberty. Yeah. <laughs> so Jesse, Jesse, which parts did you keep and which parts did you chop? Of Deuce? Yeah. I mean, you know, whatever salvageable. I mean, he's got a nice, you know, shield on one arm that's kind of, you know, mechanical in nature. Uh, he's got an arm blade still. Kept that, kept the arm blade, you know, since it was actually useful. Um, doesn't throw around flasks or potions anymore. That was lame. Um, <laughs> and then he's got this cool snake friend that's going to follow him around. So yeah, that's one thing you notice, uh, Deuce, as you as you come online, is you can also sense uh, like a subsidiary consciousness that you uh, you have pretty much full control over. Like it's somewhat semi autonomous, but it uh, it follows all your commands, and it's a uh, Mechanical snake. Awesome. <laughs> Didn't have enough time to give the snake like cool, like abilities when it bites stuff because that's like really complicated. But he can still bite stuff. You know, as long as he bites stuff, he does bite stuff. Yeah, and your arm blade it retracts. Think of around like a like a whip or a flail, and then he hits things and then bites them for me after he hits them when I swing them at him. He can't grapple, um, but he's good at like deflecting attacks okay. with his tail. He can do that, and um, he can heal himself yeah. as well. He can kind of recharge, reboot, heal himself a little bit, so I gave him that. Okay. So uh, it's, it's like everyone else there when he comes online? Yep. Yeah, they're all kind of – because they've all been riding in the in the same car, kind of trying to block the fact that there's a giant cable hanging out the window attached mm-hmm. to the side of the train. Yeah, no one notices that. Wink. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, no one in the in the train noticed. People you guys went past may have noticed it, but what were they going to say? It. Yeah, hundred miles an hour or whatever. Yeah. All right. So uh, Deuce is looking at all of them, and uh, so Deuce, which really want to call you Johnny Five, your mission is to protect the two little guys in front of you. Is that clear? Looks at them. They're very small. Yes, that's why we need you and Snake Guy I gave you mm-hmm. to look after us. Yeah. Is that because cool? I'm trying to I'm really thinking about Brendan Fraser's character in Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> Is Doom Patrol any good, by the way? I haven't watched oh my it. Gosh, it's so funny. Is it's it good? So, it's so good. <laughs> and what's that? It's on HBO? Uh, no, HBO DC. Max and DC. I'm yeah. sorry. What? It's on what? HBO Max and DC Network or DC whatever DC's network thing he is. Oh, I don't have the DC thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do have HBO Max though. You can okay, get a cool. free uh, week of it, like on uh, Prime. You can sign mm-hmm. up for that and it's totally worth watching. Um, 
yeah. It's, I needed something to binge anyways. I'm at the beach next week, so. That's so damn good. Okay, cool. I'll watch that. Anyways, two little guys. Must protect them. I gave you the snake. I guess I'll let you have him. Um, <laughs> you're welcome for the retractable arm blade. It's a nice touch. Uh, and you also have uh, some programming that automatically casts protection stuff on you when you need to. Just It just kind of happens. Can't explain it. <clears throat> this is acceptable. That's what I thought. So, so are, we, are we stuck with Deuce or are we kind of leaning towards Johnny Five? Deuce. Okay, Bubble Goose it is. Very hey. good. Don't push me because I'll start calling the uh, snake half and it's deuce and a half. Yes. <laughs> I like it. Because right now it's some lame things snake. So we should call it deuce's snake or just half. Half. <laughs> I can't change. It's... Yep, I can. Half. All right, done. That was funny. All right. I will protect you from now. Excellent. See, Marshall told you it was a great idea. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, I thought so. Yeah. Okay. So, Soot is on wildly impressed. So, we've been traveling with this donkey named Soot. What's the shifter's name? Like, Oh, and by the way, Deuce is going to try to plug the cord in to Marster and see if it works. Hi, I'm Marster. <laughs> What's your name, Sven? Okay. <laughs> What's the weird-looking donkey's name, Sven? Okay. <laughs> and what's that guy's name, Sven? Easier for me. <laughs> no, no the, the, the donkey's name is Descaro. Right. He has a donkey. He, he has, has a donkey. donkey. Totally. He's a, All right. He's actually a mule, and he's quite offended if you call him a donkey. Deuce, make sure half doesn't eat the mule. He's just mad that he's sterile. Mm. I mean, he's not a mule. No, last time we did, we determined that he had a a massive dong, though. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> the the one foot cubic. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> cubic just drags on the ground when he walks. No, that's why when people are tracking you, they think there's two snakes in your party. Nobody will want to mess with us, obviously. Awesome. You got a snake, man. We have All two right. snakes and two little people. Yep. All right. Yeah. So you said Soot was mildly impressed. Yeah, I'm, I'm mildly impressed. I mean, I've seen artificers at work before, but. Uh, Gimbal's pretty uh, pretty inventive there. Cat's kind figuring of what I do. To, yeah, figuring out how to plug into the into the lightning rail without uh, electrocuting himself. Mm-hmm. That's why KSC married me, bro. Pretty sure he electrocuted a couple people by the time he figured it out, but just not himself. No one's worried about that. You're here, aren't you? I'm not. I'm not worried. <laughs> there is the distinct smell of ozone in the in the room you guys are in but we should probably leave this card immediately oh yeah let's get out of here (laughs) (laughs) i'm standing outside i'm like what are you guys still doing in there (laughs) you're already outside the car
I don't know. Yeah. The, the donkey was introducing me to this guy. Mule, right. he's sensitive about that. Oh, it's a mule. Sorry. I'll get that at some point. You would think he'd want to be a donkey because then he wouldn't be sterile. Right? That cubic foot snake's going to waste. Yeah, shooting blanks, man. All right. Well, with uh, so you're able to lead them to the Golden Horn pretty easily because it's close to the university. You've been there before yourself. The Golden Horn. Yep, and it is a nice it is a nice inn, uh, upscale, fancy. Uh, uh, Gimbal, are you still uh, dirty and nasty? Not Gimbal, uh, Marster. No, no, I've had time to recover from my depression. <laughs> All right, so Does he have a depression beard? Yeah, yeah, I have. Yeah, I def- I do. Yeah, I have a depression beard. That's good. That's that's a nice touch. I have a depression right. beard, um, but I moved on to like more like mild, ongoing sadness. Whatever, whatever you call that. More artistic. This, I think it's called dysthymia or dysthymia. Yeah, a malaise. Yeah. A general malaise about you. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, this city is amazing, and it's hard for you to stay uh, stay too down because every, there's so much going on. There's stuff flying around. You guys got to, get to ride in this. Uh, Sky coach thing to to the inn. It's all pretty cool. Um, and the inn is fairly nice. And when you walk in, you tell them that you're meeting a friend, Callie Alran, and they, uh, they lead you straight to a table where she is sitting with a look of surprise on her face as you guys walk in. She says, uh, Sawbones? Oh, sorry. I thought, I thought that was Sawbones for a second when I first saw him. That's uh, Sawbones Mark II. We call him Deuce. <laughs> I am Deuce. This is Deuce. That Who are you? No relation to Sawbones. Okay. I mean, he's made of Sawbones. I mean, not Sawbones, but... Anyway. The old, Deuce just looks confused. I just... F. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to show it to you. I was trying to click edit. Oh yeah, this is Deuce's snake half. He's half snake? <laughs> no, the snake's name is half. That's my oh. nickname. Mm, she goes, oh. Uh, that's your nickname? Girl street name. Half snake. And I go by Sheriff Gimble now. Sure. <laughs> he probably has a badge that he found somewhere or made. Damn right I do. He, says, he was like the sheriff of salvation before he left. That's a true story. You should be very proud of me. Unanimous, I'm guessing, because no one knew it was, there was a vote going on. You should be more respectful when you speak to the sheriff. I mean, we all, we so, all voted for him. Such drugs and says, I didn't vote for him. <laughs> You're not a citizen. Clearly, the donkey's way. not educated in the, both parties that were running, so <laughs> his opinion doesn't matter. The dog's name was Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> You're oh named God. after the dog? Wow. <laughs> Wow, Matt. Thank you. You reached real far back for that one. Thank well, you. we have been on Indiana Jones all night. Yeah, we have. Well, she says, well, uh, well, it's nice to meet you, Deuce and Half. Um, you don't and, have to talk to Half. Half doesn't really have really a brain. But here's the question. Does Half listen to snake jazz? Hmm. Yes. Only. Only Half only, only played by Slytherin. Artiste. I was going to say, do we even have to put a sorting hat on half? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
sit down. I'll tell you to what I've learned. Oh, yeah, that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Not to make corny jokes. <laughs> so, uh, some more grave uh, diversity, and so you probably know this is it's full of treasure. I'd say some of them are greedy. Would you say that's true? I would say so. Yeah. So, uh, I've tried to be careful about who I talk to about the the Oracle. I think uh, I think it's safe to say we know people would kill to get their hands on him at this point. Uh, there's a, I learned that a lot, and I'm talking a lot of experiments, uh, were attempted to harness divination on the battlefield during the last war. Uh, on dares, Arcane Congress had its own program, codenamed Leadbreaker. Uh, it was dedicated to creating a battlefield oracle. So that's my best guess as to what, what this could be a product of. So, uh, I'm going to copy and paste that into the chat here so you guys can have it if you want to. If you want to write that down. There you go. Lead um, breaker. Yeah. Or lead breaker, but lead breaker makes more sense to me. Mm. Uh, so there's a scholar at the university. His name is Zell Mar. Have you heard of him before, Sit? Uh, it sounds vaguely familiar. Okay. Well, he's an Ondarian exile who actually worked on that program. Uh, I've, I've talked to him and I persuaded him to help, help us study it. Uh, and he said he would study it and tell us, give us all the information he learns from it. But he has a task of his own he'd like us to perform uh, as a payment. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, he said, he'd, he, said he would give us the details uh, in person. So we'll go meet him in the morning. Does it sound reasonable, though? I mean, just to tell us what he thinks the thing is? I mean... No, he'll study it. Like, we'll, we'll leave it with him. He'll study it and get all the information out of it he can. If this is from their project, he's probably an expert in it. So, mm, How do we know he's not going to steal it? Do you not trust me, Gimbal? I trust you. I don't trust him. Uh, just, okay, so you think I'm a poor judge of character. No. Does he have like 24-hour security? Gimbal, give me that shovel. <laughs> he works at the university. It's, I'm telling you, it's legit. It's safe there. Okay. All right. I also learned about there's a creature called Flamewind. You had to have heard of him. Uh, so it... Of course. Who hasn't? Okay. Never heard of He's a nope. He's a sphinx. A uh, a genosphinx uh, that uh, lives at the university. He's an expert on the draconic prophecy. prophecy. Uh, so I thought he might be able to give us some information about the part that the Oracle spat out. He's a contracting circular wall of muscles that controls the flow of liquid. Uh, now he's a tiny uh. sphinx. Oh, sphinx, not sphincter. Sorry. No. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, only deans uh, can grant audiences with the Sphinx, and only when the Sphinx demands them. So we might have to uh, find our own way in, if you know what I mean. Well, all we have to do is find somebody named Dean. I'm no longer talking to Marster. <laughs> <laughs> That's half the people we've met. 
<laughs> feel the same way. <laughs> the other half we have to roll initiative for. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Soot, Soot says... So well, I'd say, what, why don't we have our difficult. friend Soot over here? Go ahead, would it would it be possible that uh, that the the curator of the museum might be able to help us gain an audience? Uh, maybe, yeah. Uh, but uh, we can for sure meet with uh, meet with Zell. All right, I'll um, I'll uh, see if I can't find a courier or something to deliver a message to. Uh, to Sonarid over at the museum, see if he can help us uh, make introduction to to Flamewind. Okay, yeah, yeah. So the museum is actually part of Morgrave University, so uh, it's definitely a possibility. Okay, yeah. all right. So those are your two leads. You guys have the uh, the day to kind of do whatever you want to here in town. Um, you can go walking in Memphis. That's right. Which is the the section of town you guys are in. I'm going to be staying in. Great barbecue here. Mm. Oh, yeah. It is the best. That's why I got this. Walking in Memphis. I was waiting for it. (laughs) Walking with my feet back on the ground. Yeah, be careful because if you fall, and we're in the upper Memphis, if you fall all the way down, you'll die. So. That in mind. Yeah, gotcha. All right, so there's a shop here called. Uh, she gives you a lowdown. <laughs> the Mermaid's Malevolence sells armors, weapons, adventuring gear. Uh, they also sell potions and stuff there too. Um, pretty much anything. Well, so you know, there's pretty much anything you, you might want to buy. You can find here. Here it comes. <laughs> All right. Um, I think you messed up the command, though. It's not going to play. Oh, never mind. It's playing. <laughs> it's us. I'm turning the volume up on purpose. Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, so. Descaro, I mean, uh, Soot uh, knows See? that if we're going to yeah. be, if we're going to be uh, out and about, I'll probably need some potions. Oh, so, come yeah. on. I don't. I don't want to get sued for playing too much of it. We're not the radio. We didn't even get to the good part. Sorry, I couldn't even hear it. So, there's a good part. So, or Scar, do I have to refer to the mule when I talk to you, or do I just speak to you directly? Just speaking. I'm <laughs> not sure how shifters work. Uh, look, can I speak with your look, companion? Look, Descaro's a good mule. Uh, he's he's been with me on many adventures, but he's uh, he's just a mule, guys. But I was asking the mule if I need to talk to him directly or to speak to you. I mean, first. you can, but he's a so, mule. Okay, uh, so, clear things up. So, so that's what I should do. So Descaro, when we get to the mermaid place, do not let Marster. <laughs> Bargain for potions. It's the worst thing you will ever have to sit through. It's 30 <laughs> minutes. The priest eventually says no. Everything goes to shit. Let's just not do it. <laughs> also, also the, the, the mule isn't even in the end. They don't allow mules in the end. <laughs> Damn it. 
So now, okay, so Soot, take that message to Descaro when we get outside. Uh, Soot uh, looks Gimbal up one side and down the other and thinks, uh, you know, I guess I've heard of eccentric geniuses before, but that's a little weird. (laughs) I don't travel with a mule. I don't know how this works. (laughs) Uh, He's mostly just like a four-legged... Baggage carrier. Whoa, well, that that is completely oh, offensive to half because half has no legs, and that's just like you know half ha- like leg hate that you just did to him, and that's not right. That's Does offensive. half have saddlebags? Plus, what about yeah. mule based centaurs? Mm, yeah, yeah, they're assholes. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> Jeez! <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, I'd be happy to meet one and talk to them about their, their culture, I guess. <laughs> Look at this. Every one of you has a little buddy. Look at this. <laughs> yeah. We've got buddies now. This is great. Wait, yeah. you have a buddy? Oh, yeah, you got a buddy. I, I forgot about that. Yeah, now, does. you guys, you guys choose, uh, can fight your pets against each other to, uh, to level them up. Uh, <laughs> I would never do that to my friend Descaro. Bastius, I choose you. Oh <laughs> uh, damn, he died. Uh, okay. I do want. I do want to see Bastius and Descaro fight. I'm just going to cram him back in this ball. He's okay. He's okay. I'm just going to hold on. <laughs> Mercer trying to wrestle him into a ball. <laughs> He's not really dead. He's just fainted. It's fine. It's fine. Comes back looking more disheveled and ravaged. (laughs) How did you ever evolve? What's your problem? (laughs) Okay. All right, yeah. Hmm. All right, y'all. I think think that's a good place to stop. Uh, So putting your tokens out here reminds me, uh, Bogus, you need to send me a picture of what you want to use for Goose Bubble Goose. Can I use the uh, T-800? Uh, whatever you want to use for your token, man. Okay, good. So, so I just use the Iron Man Mach 2. Yeah. How about Hulkbuster? Hmm. Mm-hmm. That, seems, that seems like you would do that with your next one if this guy does. <laughs> but or, when you get, one. or when you get plate mail armor. One of those two. Yeah. Yes. Cool. When I get an armor upgrade, it'll be Hulkbuster. Yeah, I think I think you can actually do half plate. Okay. And improve what you got on. All right. So next time I'll get a uh, icon picture and we'll go with that. All right. So next time too, be thinking about you guys can buy at that place. They even have greater healing potions. So uh, mm. I'm gonna need some of them. Yeah. Let me make a note. <clears throat> we have. Three tanks now. You have, you know, Deuce and a half and Descario. You get a mean kick. I'm, I'm a little concerned that they're wanting to send my mule into battle. See, all we have to do is armor the back end. Hey, so, so we walk them backwards and kicks. We don't play favorites, okay? Everyone goes into battle. That's yeah. why half of them don't make it out, but everyone goes in. <laughs> he sends in his tank. Why can't you send in your mule? Yeah, exactly. Cannon. Cannon. 
because he's carrying all my valuables. How many valuables are you hauling around with you? Uh, I have my loot, which... How many valuables do you have? Hmm. You don't oh, boy. Mule. All right. Well, tune in next time, folks, for when we pit our respective pets slash mechanical creations against each other to see who comes out on top. Yeah, I'm definitely converting my cannon to the flamethrower. Yeah. <laughs> the winner gets an ice cream. <laughs> so, so Danny, am I okay spending 100 gold to buy two healing potions? Is that how much a healing potion is? 50, yeah. Oh. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah, believe me, they're 50, and they're pretty hardcore on that. Yeah. Danny never gives us a discount. No, they don't budge off of 50. I've tried. Unless you're rolling right on your persuasion. Danny. You don't you don't get pluses to your persuasion when you like uh insult people. Danny, are you still here? Um <laughs> left on us. He's like, screw this. Oh, he dropped. He's back. How, how do we end this without him here? <laughs>